What's up and welcome to Why Are You a Gamer? I'm your host, Jamar, and this podcast series is my chance to get to know the gaming community one-on-one. Each and every Monday, a new episode goes live, most of the times, as I try to discover why do we play video games. But that's not all. Why Are You a Review and Why Are You a Spoiler Cast are being added to the feed. Which is so exciting because now you can expect deep dives and spoiler talks on some of the biggest game releases coming out. Remember, you can of course find this show and all of the other Media Junkie podcasts on your platform of choice. Now, if you're into that there wrestling, be sure to check out the Gimmick Minute podcast. Or if you're into very opinionated nerds fighting over the internet, well, then you definitely don't want to miss out on the Fanboy Fight Club. Either way, don't forget, if you're using Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rate and let me know how we're doing in the comments. And lastly, I am joining my friend Michael to talk about something I love almost as much as gaming, and that's toys. So if you want weekly toy news and reviews, just simply search Modern Toy Fair on YouTube and definitely subscribe. Now, with all that being said, enjoy this week's show. Last week was a pretty PlayStation-heavy show, so for this week's Gamer, it's only right that we switch things up. <laughs> He's a co-host on both the Nintendo Fuse podcast and Switch Mania Playcast. Welcome to the show, Barry. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, my Switch was pretty cheesy but it was just a good way to kind of introduce you as like a nintendo guy even though i'm sure you have I'm, other interests out there i'm, I'm everything i'm an everything guy right <laughs> i i am only oh. uh, people may know me from doing nintendo stuff but i am absolutely an everything guy <laughs> well we're about, definitely about to find out all those good details here shortly but for people <laughs> who don't know you at all and they're like who is this guy uh just take a second to give us a short explanation of who you are. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so I've been a collector, a game collector my entire life from birth, uh, collecting everything and anything from the Odyssey all the way to the Switch. Um, I have been uh, pretty much an industry analyst for, oh, probably the last 15 years. I've just been really focusing on everything video games. Um, and over the past... About eight years ago, I started working with NintendoFuse.com and joined their podcast team and their uh, interview team and review team and, and just having a blast. And then last year, I started with the Switch Mania Playcast, uh, which actually started last year, but um, which has been a blast because there's so many forgotten games on the Switch that uh, we were able to start tackling some of them and i've played some games i just didn't think i would <laughs> would ever be playing right. um but yeah overall uh i i just love gaming as a whole but i also love the history of it the like the forgotten history you know everybody will say like oh i know nintendo i know sega i know sony i know microsoft that everyone does but you know i yeah. i like looking into the past and, and my my uh, field really has been handheld consoles you know, so okay. like people are like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe they might know the Turbo Express or the Atari Lynx or the Game Gear. And that's great. But, you know, it's like I, I started delving deeper and the deeper I got, it was like a rabbit hole. And 
And there's so <laughs> many consoles that there's like no documentation. I'm still discovering new consoles, oh, which is crazy. Cool. You know, you know, there's the Gamate and the Mega Duck and the Cougar Boy, and you know, the the Intuit, and it just goes on. The 3D Gamate and the variety, and it just it never Holy stops. Crap. There's I, I I built a well, my wife built with my designs like a little handheld shrine, um, which there's a video of on Nintendo Fuse's YouTube. And I originally built this planning to put Nintendo consoles, and I had to take all Nintendo handhelds off of it because there's just too many others, <laughs> and I can't so fit them all. It's unbelievable <laughs> how many handheld consoles there are. So it's it's fun to that's look awesome. at that part of the industry. Like So many people, just they don't care, and that's fine. But I think that's really what makes being a collector uh, a niche as well because everyone's got their oh, yeah. own, you know, what they love. And, and that's just my, you know, my that's area that I love. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you mentioned this is totally not even a part of this because this is something actually I think the pre-orders just went up. Well, not going up, but they just announced that they were pre-orders on the third. But have you seen the analog pocket? I have. It's like the, oh, my God, dude. I imagine you, you got to be like kind of interested in that, right? It's, it's interesting, but it's – all right. So if you – any collector, you have to put – breaks like you have to have limitations (laughs) unless you have unlimited resources you have to have limitations so like with (laughs) me with handhelds like i do handheld consoles with interchangeable games some Mm. form it doesn't have to be cartridge it could be umd it could be cards it could be any kind of you interchangeable games face plates um with a few exceptions like the psp go because you know it's part of the psp line uh and it's it's one of those things where i had to omit individual handhelds like the tiger lcds i mean i still have oh, yeah. mine from oh childhood but i'm not getting them all and 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 all that <laughs> stuff and this is one of those things where it's it's not you know not truly official it, it's it's like a clone console it's like a famicom clone you know there's yeah. all 100 famicom clones you want to get them all like, i don't have the room for that <laughs> um like i got the evercade because that has its own cartridges and that's really a cool right. system this is something that looks nice uh i'm happy for those that are looking forward to it and i'm sure it's great and if i found one you know for like 20 bucks i would absolutely pick it up <laughs> but it's one of those that right now it's it's yeah, like, i gotta yeah, draw like, the I line and buy everything yeah right I, i'm doing two me, other areas i'm working on <laughs> <laughs> i i like it more so from like a tech hardware oh yeah like perspective it looks like if apple made like the game boy in a sense and that kind of kind of like excite me it does it, no, it really looks sleek and all the analog systems look great and i don't own any of yeah. them um you know i went with the frame meister <laughs> i'm like i'll do that um i'm looking at the poly mega you know stuff like that but yeah it's it just like i i totally understand not being able like you if you're a collector you do have to be focused like you said unless you have a limited like disposable income because it can be costly. <laughs> oh, game collecting is, and in fact, thanks to COVID, it's only going up. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. I saw someone put like a Magic Knight Rayarth from on Saturn sold for like twelve hundred dollars. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, whoa! Holy crap! Like, oh my god! Like it's insane. Apparently, GameCube's just shooting up, and it's just, it, it's like <laughs> I want to do so many avenues that now I can't because it's just priced out of my range. No, which is. It makes sense, but I always feel like with this, I'm, I'm a Ninja Turtle toy figure collector, <laughs> and it goes in waves. Something you may not be able to get just right now, it'll come back to a circle, and it, oh, yeah. it'll be at an affordable price eventually. Well, <laughs> Someone's going to get like, ah, I can't, I don't need this anymore, I'm going to sell it. With with gaming, from my experience, I've noticed it's a 20-year, it's a what I call the 20-year renaissance, 
and it's like mm-hmm. 20 years after a console comes out it will jump back up because the kids that grew up with that particular console yeah, are now in their 20s. Sense. They've got money. They want to relive their childhood. And right. and it, it's like right now, like the GameCube and the, the PS2 and the original Xbox are starting to go up. Um, they're at that 20, you know, 20 year mark pretty much. And uh, that's a really good thought. Cause that is a hundred percent true. Yeah. And, <laughs> and eventually the wave will go back down, but, but it does, it's not going to go back down as far. Like certain games will fall, but certain games will continue to stay up. No matter what, like at that, like yeah. like Earthbound, people are like, "Oh, Earthbound's going to go down now that it's on the Wii U, you know, eShop." And no, it didn't really go down. Um, certain <laughs> games will just stay up there. Like once they rise, that's it. That's where, yeah, has a big thing to do with it being like physical and whatnot mm-hmm. versus like the digital. But yeah, so I guess we kind of know <laughs> a little bit about you more. <laughs> Let's just jump right into right. like what type of gamer you are, because I'm actually really interested with like the historical. Like your historical love, so I'm I'm curious to, to kind of go through these questions. So this should be fun. Sure. So well, I already kind of mentioned it in the in the intro here. We kind of joked about it a little bit, but I was making a tease of you know the podcast that you're on, going from Mr. Bad Bit Joseph himself being a PlayStation fan, and now having you on somebody you, you're representing Nintendo <laughs> in a sense. I put you in the box. Sorry, that's but, fine. So <laughs> my first starter question is always like a good one: is what current platform is yours of choice um well right now it's a it's split it's between the switch and the ps4 hands down um i love the switch the switch is one of those i mean i've always loved nintendo and i've gotten every nintendo system i I love their first party games i mean i I just do um they're my childhood and uh, they're great and and they're universally praised for that reason so i definitely got the switch and the Switch is one of those that I felt was going to be a super underdog, especially coming from the Wii U. And I made the decision, yeah, like so many people, let's go for a full set. That's not going to be a big full set. Boy, were we wrong. Um, <laughs> going for a full set now, it's really tough, and I'm still doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not easy with the amount of games that have come out. Even with COVID, it doesn't matter. There's so many physical games. And being region-free doesn't help. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. it, it's a double-edged sword. It's great, but it's also, like, it hurts the wallet. Um, but with the <laughs> PS4 as well, I love the PS4. I've loved it since launch. And uh, I, I may, maybe it's because I also love Japanese-centric games um, more so than Western games. And both of those systems, just, they have so many. Um, that's, yeah, that'll get you. Yeah. That's not to say... Just I, for Persona alone, oh, yeah, you know. Well, actually, I'm in, I'm in the middle of playing Persona 5 Royal right now. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I heard, like, Scramble is now being confirmed for yeah, the West. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, but it's also one of those things where... I, I, don't get me wrong, I love the Xbox, too. Like, the, the 360 mm-hmm. was my console of the previous generation, um, along with the Wii. Uh, it was pretty much Wii for, like, the Nintendo exclusives and then 360 for everything else. And get a PS3 for like years after it came out, but but the Xbox One, I got it day one. I have the day one edition, and I probably oh, wow. put eight hours into it since it came out. <laughs> and and that's not a knock on it. It's no, but yeah, I, you know, I got I got all the exclusives. You know, I got Quantum Break. I wanted to play Sunset Overdrive. I wanted to play, um, you know, Recore. I wanted to check out um, Ori, um, which I know is a great, great game. And, and I know it's on the switch now. I'm just waiting for physical, but I have, I have Ori, both Ori is physical on the Xbox one. It's just one of those things where the, there's not enough hours in the day. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a try. And, and like, Nintendo's just been killing it with so many great first parties. And that's why I'm playing Persona 5 Royal now. <laughs> it's I didn't play Persona 5 when it first came out because there was too many other games. And I'm just getting to Royal now. Um, it, it's just so many good games and there's just not enough time, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is true. Like, you kind of, you almost have to pick and choose. But, mm-hmm. like, you have to be very select on what you play. And that kind of makes it hard to be, like, that every man or every game person you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i want to play everything it's almost impossible to kind of do now um which is typically why i always have like specific games that i just know that i'm gonna dive into and this is always kind of brings it to like the next question what's like your preferred like type of game or like your go-to like genre so i've always and forever will be an rpg man um i love rpgs i have growing up with you know the Atari, really, we didn't have many RPGs, but it was the NES, and it was two little games, Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior, which was really Dragon Quest. Um, oh, yeah. Really, just, it sold me. And on top of that, Zelda um, just pulled me in. And then that Zelda's an adventure RPG, but, but like those games, those early games, just, they grabbed me. And I will, I will play RPGs over anything, in fact, but, but I try to do, like, a big RPG, and then I need like what I call like palate cleansers. I need something else before I get into my next big RPG, and that's really where I do like my adventure games, which I love. Platformers, you know, stuff like 3D platformers, oh, yeah. especially. Um, I'm a big fan of visual novels. Um, they've they've really started to surprise me because I, I I play RPGs like even now I'm playing Persona 5 Royal, but I'm playing it on the right. easiest setting. I play all my games on the easiest <laughs> Just setting. Just get the story. Yeah. Um, and it's not because I can't play it on a harder setting. It's when you have such a huge backlog and you you have not not have time to play the games you want to play. It's just I want to get through with the story. I want to experience it and enjoy it. But I don't want the frustration of oh my god this boss killed me for the tenth time. How do I figure this out? <laughs> right. I just want to enjoy the story. And that's funny. I'm starting to feel that way too myself of like. I normally put the games on like hard, but I've been playing like Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I really should just lower this down just so I can get through the game and enjoy the story. Yeah. And that it's, I think that's when you you start to realize you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. For games. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. There's, there's so many games out there where it's like, oh, I, yeah. like for example, GoldenEye 007. I remember when I got that, I went through every level and got like all the cheats unlocked without using a oh, game yeah. shark. You know, and that was that you had to like run through the levels at a certain amount of time. So you had to do it over and over and over and just practice <laughs> your levels. And I had the time to do that. I was in high school. And now it's yeah. like I look at it and go, I'll play through and enjoy it and I'm gonna move on. Like I don't have the time to unlock these codes. I'm never gonna use them anyways. Um, right. <laughs> so it, it is true. Um, so that that's really where where I focus, and especially since the genre I love is so huge, um, it's just such a, a long. You know, I mean, I'm 110 hours into Persona 5 Royal, well, and I'm on the easiest man. setting just because I'm enjoying the story and the and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So it, it's just one of those things, and I just came off of Xenoblade Chronicles, and I, you know, all these big games. So I have to pick and choose. Uh, so certain certain series or certain like genres have fallen off like that used to be priorities now i look at yeah. it and go i have no interest like third person shooters unless it's like mass effect it's down like i don't care like first person shooters <laughs> i don't care um yeah, you know you're like i can't i can't focus I, on it now <laughs> i can't it's it's just one of those things where it doesn't interest me anymore um mm-hmm. it, it was back in my you know high school days when i was hanging around like 
with my friends and we had local co-op it was an awesome oh, yeah. thing of course you know and and now it's just one of those where it's like ah, uh, you know do i really want to go online and get sniped by some 14 year old <laughs> no i'd rather play something where i have control over it uh, you know and the, those genres like puzzles I, i'll occasionally do puzzle games but uh, nowhere near you know like tetris 99 came out and people were going crazy yeah. and i played it a little bit and i love tetris and i'm just like you know what i'm i'm, I'm done like it's a great game it's i don't have yeah. time you know, I tried I Fortnite. Feel like no. The ninety nine adds. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was just saying, and the ninety nine aspect just adds more oh, stress yeah. to Tetris that I don't really need. I don't need it. Oh, a hundred percent. What were you gonna say about Fortnite? I was like, Fortnite's the same thing. Like, I tried it and I was like, all right, this is kind of cool, um, but I'm done. Like, I played it for a few yeah. rounds and like, I could see how people get into it, and you know, I I have, I see people putting others down for whatever they choose to play, and I hate that. You know, it's like. Even even like they just had Microsoft just had their big game show and you know they had oh, yeah. Halo Infinite and and I, I tweeted out and I was honest I was actually playing a uh, Mario Kart tour on my phone while they were showing Halo Infinite and it's not saying Halo Infinite doesn't look good or it's not going to be great it's just for me it's just it's not something that excites me but I will never say right. like oh you like Halo Infinite what's wrong with you like no you're dumb you're, that is your <laughs> jam and that's that's the problem now is like gaming as a whole. We need to come together. We need to just embrace. And if someone likes yeah. a genre or a game you don't like, then who cares? It's their enjoyment. Let them play. Let them have fun the way they want to play. And exactly, uh, you know, it's, not every game's for me. Not every game's for anyone. <laughs> right. That's like the beauty of it, though, with gaming now, because we've gotten so like it massive of like the different type of genre and style of games that you can pay, be into. Yep. Whereas back in the day, like. It was more a little bit more closed. I mean, there was still like a d- lot of different things, but you would kind of have to be on your like stand on your soapbox for a specific type of game. So like, oh, you like this? Well, I probably won't be able to buy another game for a few years. So your game sucks. My game's the best. But like, we don't have to have that anymore now because everyone can play whatever. So there's no reason because like Halo is something that it interests me, but I don't know if I really care mm-hmm. for Halo. But I get it why people like it. But I'm not going to say, oh, you're dumb for liking Halo. <laughs> well, it's, so, it's such a weird thing. Well, what you said is very important. Um, back, you know, when we were all younger, when everyone was younger, you know, you had whatever system your parents bought you. If you were lucky enough to right. have a, a parent that bought you a system, some of us didn't until right. we had we were friends, going over friends and, and playing over what they had. And, and you got, you know, maybe two to three games, you know, every couple months. So you played yeah. the hell out of those games. You you mastered them you've you unlocked everything because that's all you had to entertain yourself um right. and you know i did it everyone did it so when you know the whole the whole console wars which which were honestly just a marketing thing done by Intellivision versus atari <laughs> to start with and then later on sega to a nintendo um it was all marketing you know for for us it was like oh you a nintendo nintendo guy you a sega guy you know right you had to be in that camp you had to be in the camp it didn't really matter because it, it was just whatever you had and then of course you had that one guy who everyone made fun of because he was turbo graphic 16 guy and now we're all looking back and going man we wish we were you and you had it lucky and you didn't near you know we didn't yeah. realize it but but as you get older and you have a little bit more you know disposable income you know you you, you stop that camp you start appreciating games and you start instead yeah, of just instead of loyalty you play the games and, you know, I think most of us growing up, we had one system of choice. Um, you know, uh-huh. some people were Nintendo households, some were Sega households, uh, households some right. were Sony. Some switched, you know, whatever, like, oh, you know, I had a Super Nintendo, but then my dad wanted a PlayStation, so I played PlayStation instead of N64. I think once you 
reach out and, and realize that there's a lot of great games on every platform. Uh, gaming as a whole opens up, and it's like it's almost like having your eyes opened. It's like, oh my god, like look at all these fantastic experiences that I've been <laughs> closed everywhere. off yeah. because I'm like, oh, your system <laughs> sucks. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, just play for the right. games. <laughs> I mean, I find it even specifically now more and more like games are coming out and they're becoming like on all platforms mm-hmm. and it's just there's it, you're starting to lose that obviously like sony is seems to be like really really focused on like their exclusives which is good because we get great things out of it but even with like cross play and cross save it just feels almost that like gaming like there's no oh i'm this side or i'm this that side and funny enough that's my my first question this platform of choice but it does feel like you're just a gamer in general so you play on anything because you mentioned mario kart dude we all have like great consoles in our pockets now Mm -hmm. too so like it's just gaming's everywhere so just like what you like and play as much as you can. That's what I <laughs> yes. Say. Play as much as you can and enjoy your time. You know, if you're playing a game and you're just not, there's games I pick up and I'm just not having fun of, of any genre and I stop. Right. Uh, I just started recently playing Collar uh, X Malice or Cross Malice, however you say it. And it's a visual mm-hmm. novel game and it's a it's a slow start. And I've heard it's very good, but it's just a slow start. And I got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Right now, I'm just not feeling this. I'm going to move on and I'll come back. Uh, sometimes you just got to yeah. do that. And sometimes when you come back, you're like, wow, I can't believe I stepped away. If I just stayed for five more minutes, I would have been hooked. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's true. You know, just, just yeah, enjoy it. Is. But, I mean, it's also, too, like how you play your games, too. Like, I mean, you have these RPGs. You said you're like 100 and, 105 or 110 hours or so. Right now in Persona into, 5, yeah. Yeah, and the Persona, so it's also how you consume your games, too, of, like, sometimes a certain game just doesn't taste right mm-hmm. in that setting, you know what I mean, or how you want to play, so that that totally makes sense, which, I guess, kind of horrible segue into the next question of, like, what's an average gaming session for you, like, um, with Persona, I have to imagine, I started playing Persona 5, I just did, like, the base version, okay, and I keep trying, like, I'll put, like, an hour into it here, an hour into it there, I'm, I'm sort of struggling, though. So well, Perso- curious, Persona like, 5, I mean, it starts off a little slower. Um, yeah. And it, it's very... Persona 5 is what I call a structured RPG, where it's mm-hmm. very much, you know, you have your days and you know what you can do per day. You have two yeah. periods, um, which is kind of annoying because, like, on Sundays, like, you would think you would get three periods. Like, you would get the morning as well, but no, you don't. You still oh. get two. Um, <laughs> and it's it's very structured. Um, another RPG series like that is The Legend of Heroes, the, the like Trials of Cold Steel, um, is very, very, very structured. It's a fantastic RPG, but you start to get that pattern, and you can see exactly how things are going to play out. So mm-hmm. you can like I, I when I get patterns like that, I'll plan accordingly. Uh, and if I know like the next segment's going to be big, uh, like for example, if the next thing I have to do in Persona is go into a palace, um, I know that's going to be a big chunk of time. And if I don't have it, I don't even start. I save and I quit uh, and do something else. Yeah. But thankfully, my wife is is very forgiving, and and she actually. <laughs> She, while she games, she's bit very busy in like Animal Crossing. She likes to live vicariously through me with the RPGs because she loves the RPG story, but doesn't have the time to sit and put hundreds uh, of hours. So she'll get her laptop yeah. and she'll work. And as I'm playing, and she'll watch. 
So she's got like a little movie going on. Yeah, it's going like <laughs> like if she's missed a piece, you know, she'll come back and she'll be like, "What I miss? What happened since I last saw?" Uh, and the same with like visual novel games, um, very much so. She gets truly invested in what happened since. Um, so my, I'm gonna say, you know, I if I sit down and play a game on a console, I hope to get one to two hours. Um, if it's like a weekend and you know I'm able to get a few more, then great. Um, you know, luckily, you know, at the moment we don't have kids, so it makes things a little easier, oh, yeah. but we have dogs and they are very needy as well. So yeah, yeah. You can't just let them sit around. I, I, I too have dogs and I feel guilty sometimes when I'm playing a game, like if I'm on, on a day off or something, they're looking at me like, bro, can we do something? I'm like, all right, we got to get up. Like, <laughs> oh, see, my dogs love it. When I go to the couch to play, they all run. They like, wherever they are, they run out to me. They want to be picked up on the couch. They want to be laying next to me. <laughs> they sit there and they game with me. Like, they absolutely love it. So that part's good. But it's you yeah. know, I, I don't want to like neglect them, you know, 100 percent or anything right. like that. But I think it's, like they're enjoying. It's important to to balance yourself for sure uh you know and how much time and and there are days where i don't play any games and i hate those days because <laughs> it's like oh i'm so busy today i didn't even get to play anything but yeah but i think you know i think that's part of growing up i i i'm i speak for myself but i'm sure many others will you know sympathize or or, or you know feel the same way like growing up i was addicted at parts where, you know, I would oh, come yeah. home from school and I would just do nothing but play Final Fantasy VI or do nothing but play Chrono Trigger. <laughs> and, like, I, I would neglect my schoolwork and then I would wake up in the morning and go, oh, crap, I still got a homework to do. Um, you just get so <laughs> addicted to a good story. Uh, and it's true. Uh, I, I think a lot of a lot of people, you know, have, have that and do have that now, but, you know. Uh, yeah. I was that way uh, myself. <laughs> and It happens. It does. It's Especially as like a child, it makes sense. Um, this is just funny because I'm pulling all these pop culture, pop pop references. Like, anyways, um, on a recent podcast, I guess Joe Rogan had mentioned how video games. It was like kind of pulled out of context, but he was talking about how video games are almost like a waste of time in a sense. And I think what he was trying to imply was that you can kind of just play a video game and you're not achieving anything out of it but like when what you just mentioned there like being enthralled into like a good story it's it's almost kind of funny that in 2020 and how great games are and all the examples of amazing stories that that is still a mentality of some people that they don't believe that video games are like bettering yourself and that's it's just kind of it's weird that you're still still stuck with that that mindset. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Uh, I mean, there's always the argument of mom. I'm working on my hand-eye coordination. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, I've pulled that line enough times. Uh, <laughs> but it's you know it depends. First off, video games are entertainment first and foremost. Yeah. So when they're entertainment, they have to be put into the category, the same category as TV, same category as movies, same category as books, you, you know, same category as playing sports, you know, and yes, playing sports, you get exercise as well. Yes, but they're all entertainment. Um, yeah. And you, you still gain things out of it, just gain different things. And is it a waste of time? If, if you're happy, my, my feeling is if you're happy doing that, and it's there's nothing negative like you shouldn't be doing something else like this is complete free time like you're not neglecting your pets and they're they're going hungry you're not neglecting your kids right. <laughs> or your your boyfriend girlfriend spouse whatever or your parents or anything right. your work like if you're not neglecting anything then more power to you 
because it's the world sucks. <laughs> life and yeah. life is short. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I mean, That's... <laughs> here, here's the truth. Five minutes from now, we could snap and both of us could technically drop dead. We have no guarantee. Right. We have nothing on a slip of paper that says you are guaranteed to survive to this period and, you, and then nothing bad is going to happen to you. So right. enjoy the moment. And if, if you want to spend your time enjoying playing video games, then then do it because we're only alive for so long. We're only healthy for so long. And, and we can't put pause. We can't just hold on. Let me think about what I want to like do. It's not a video game. Yeah. You can't pause you can't. it to come back later. You don't never, you never know. Yeah, and that, that's <laughs> why I like, I like to play a lot of story games, um, RPGs and visual novels and stuff like that. Uh, just because, you know, for anyone that says, Oh, it's a waste of time. Well, it was reading a waste of time, you know? Yeah. That's, I was just going to make that <laughs> argument. You're, you're, you are getting something out of it. You're gaining a perspective that, Maybe you wouldn't have gotten in your normal life, you know, experience or you've gotten to see like, I don't know. I mean, there's just different characters and stuff that I've gotten to see. Like not all of them were like a great storytelling for that type of person or that character. But you get to experience other people's lives. And even more than anything now, I feel like maybe everyone should be playing video games. So give me a little bit more understanding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, it's not only that, but. When you read a book, for example, you are mm-hmm. you are reading the story told by usually one person, maybe two or three, you know, depending on the book. Uh, but when yeah. you're you're playing a game, not only are you experiencing the story told by you know one or one or two or three people, but you're experiencing an adventure that has took so many people to put together oh yeah and and it's not just oh this was haphazardly thrown together it's love and passion and dedication by all these people who don't get enough praise that 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 you're you're experiencing what they wanted to convey and i'm sure they're delighted when you know to see like oh you enjoyed that game i worked on that game i'm so happy (laughs) because then then my time wasn't wasted i mean yeah they got a paycheck but i don't think game developers do it just for the paycheck i think they do it because of the passion and the love of the game yeah that's so true too and like you don't think like sometimes you'll see like um i watch like interviews of of like game after certain games like i'm thinking of like the last of us for example Mm -hmm. but like one of the voice actors had a child during the movie or like during the making of like the game and you don't know, think of like how long they they work on these games that there's big life events and life changes so yeah they, you should enjoy every minute of a video game that you play i don't even so, i don't know if you you've know. ever seen it or not but certain games when beating it if you go through the credits like usually at the end there's like a thank you to like the loving spouses and sometimes yeah. the names and, and all the babies born during the development <laughs> during yeah it's, that's crazy right <laughs> it's like holy crap this game has been in development for a long time and you know a lot has right. changed in these people's lives and that's just it which <laughs> yeah which and that's I say this because it sometimes makes me feel guilty when I know it's a game that I really want to play. And I know that guilty is probably a little bit of a strong, strong word. But sometimes I'm like, "Ah, I really, really, really need to play this game only because I know what it took to be made. Mm -hmm. And so I I guess that's how I end up with like a crazy like backlog sometimes, which I guess is like a good, you know, like transition. Like what 
if any, because it seems like you're very meticulous on like the type of games that you play, so you may not really accrue much of a backlog. <laughs> but if you have, what? Oh, uh, from the laugh, I feel uh, like I'm wrong. <laughs> What's your backlog looking? My like, backlog man? is huge. Um, <laughs> especially. Well, I guess this makes sense because the RPG. Well, is like... that, and I'm a collector, so. Um, oh, yes, that's you it. know, so I have the full switch library. So mm. it's not just like, oh, you know, am I going to play all those games? No, but I'd like to play the majority of them. Uh, and in fact, I've discovered some <laughs> really good games sometimes just like, oh, you know what? I don't really I have downtime. You know, I need a palate cleanser and I look through and I just find something like, oh, this looks interesting. You know, I don't hear anybody talking about it. Let me try it. Right. And it, it could be terrible and I put it away or it could be fantastic. And I found some really great games that way. Um, so my backlog is huge. Um, same with PS4 um, and, and all, all systems, really. There's just so many great games. Um, like I said, I, I'm just getting to Persona 5 now. Um, before that, I did the, the Life is Strange series. I, I never did the Life I, is Strange I series. I have that. I have that like on, on Steam, and I'm, I need to really just sit down and like play that. I th- feel like that's something that my wife would enjoy. Yes. So we yeah, can we, like play we, we watched it together. Like I played, she watched. I did all four yeah. games. Um, back to back to back to back, you know, and, and really enjoyed that. I just did like Mass Effect Andromeda, which I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. And when Andromeda came out, I was ready to play it and I just didn't have the time and I heard oh, yeah. negative things. So years later, I said, hey, you know what, let me go go into it and lower my expectations. And I really enjoyed it. Um, hmm. There's there's a uh, what else did I just do? I, I want to do the Yakuza series. I've never done it. I have them all, cool. and it's just one of those I know, like that's that's a big undertaking. That is a really uh, so. Big so I might do that in bits. Um, even even Persona Five, I started it, uh, planning to beat it before Paper Mario came out, so I could do Paper Mario, and I haven't opened Paper Mario yet because I'm still doing Persona. <laughs> do Persona, and it's it's that's focused though. That's focused. I'm the <laughs> like the worst type of gamer. Like I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll try this out. Okay, but I want to play this. Okay, but I want to play this. So I'll have like four spinning disc here like, <laughs> like all right i need to put everything down and focus on one i game. try to focus well it, was, it makes it nice between the ps4 and the switch because at least you can switch yeah. inputs but you know i'm doing animal crossing uh, i'm doing uh you know with the playcast we have to play a game a week so that oh, that usually you yeah, know I'm, right. I'm constantly playing you know a lot of more indie stuff we did just did uh, like bloodstained curse of the moon 2 uh fantastic game yeah, um, I really like Blitzen. I'm, I'm doing uh, Dodo Peak now, which is coming out. And, uh, you know, it, it's just playing through all these games, it's just more of an appreciation because you have to yeah, have yeah. The, the small with the big, I think, to just to appreciate the industry as a whole. So my backlog, and I've got thousands more games. With If nothing came out yeah. right now, like, that's it. No games For are done. I, I could, <laughs> uh, if I played... 24-7. Like, I did nothing else. For the rest of my life, I would not be able to play all the games I had. Um, so, <laughs> my backlog is infinite in that sense. Right. And and, and that's just like that's just the ones the that I own. There's so many great games that I don't have that I'd love to get to. It's just mm-hmm. like, I'm waiting for sales. Uh, I like the physical, yeah. I love because I do the physical. Like, like last year, the Star Wars Fallen Jedi or the, the, the you know, came out. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. Like, that, that, I'm a big Star Wars fan, and that looked great, and I heard good things, and it's single player. I'm like, awesome. Uh, and I haven't touched it because I, I haven't bought it because it's an EA game, and I know it's going to go on sale. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting and waiting, <laughs> and eventually I'll, I will pick that up, and I will play it. So, so there's a ton of great games that I don't even own that I, I would love to get to and that's not even touching like the xbox one which i have the whole library 
library of stuff to, <laughs> to touch. I, th- I think I did like uh, Crimson Dragon, which was like the Panzer Dragoon uh, yeah. spiritual game. And I played a little Rise, which I didn't really care for. And uh, <laughs> and a little Forza 5, and I think that's it. <sighs> Dude, I after after this, like once you know we're done and everything, and just on a whim, I just need to see like how you store everything. So just like either tweet me like a photo. So I just need to see all of these games. custom shelves are the best suggestion I could I could suggest to any collector out there. Yeah, it has it to. Has be. to be. There, it has to. Be. You could buy store bought shelves. A lot of people buy like does that. Like I think it's like an IKEA or a Walmart or something. Some media shelf. It's like four big shelves with a mini shelf in between, and then four more shelves. I see so many collectors have it. I hate that shelf. I hate it with a passion because it's got that <laughs> that little shelf in between that divides everything up. And I, oh, I don't like yeah. division. I like to keep everything together. So, but what I realized a lot of times where you would have a shelf and it would be like, oh, this is great for you know, DVD size or books, but then you would yeah, have, but... you know, PS4 and the Xbox One and the Switch, they're, they're a little smaller, and I'm like, oh, there's, there's gaps. Like, look at these gaps. Yeah, now, now if I, and the, the gaps didn't drive me nuts, but what happened was I ran out of space, and I started realizing <laughs> if I were to condense each of these gaps, I would actually gain another shelf. And that other, that, oh, that yeah. extra shelf is huge. Like, I want that extra right. shelf. Uh, and like especially stuff like the DS and the 3DS, you know, and the, like PlayStation and Dreamcast, like the smaller, the CD uh, jewel size, jewel case size. Um, yeah, putting the- those on a, a DVD size shelf, it's a complete waste. You either stack them on top of each other or you stack them up, right. you know, lying flat. And I hate lying flat because then if you have to pull out a game, you have to lift them all up to put pull it back. And if they're literally on top of each other, you pull out a bottom game, the, the they just start falling and then they're no longer alphabetized. So I'm like, you know what? What if I just get, you know, make CD size shelving? instead and and i discovered where i could put eight dvd shelves i could put 12 of the cd size and i'm like wow i could and then no they're all individual i could just pull out what i want um much much easier that's awesome that is so awesome (laughs) i i can't recommend it enough custom shelving also you can you can work around your space like i've got shelves where i've got windows and i have to like cut out around the window so i have like some shorter shelves and then some longer shelves uh, underneath it (laughs) but i was able to do that because i was able to build around the window without blocking the window um and same with anything else like oh there's a duct over here you know i'll I'll build around the duct or or I'll, i'll make sure the shelf goes you know so the duct is in the middle of the shelf and i'll put like book uh bookends and I'll be like, all right, the oh, games yeah, go right to the duct, and then the other side of the duct, I'll put another bookend <laughs> and continue the game, so the duct's still there. Yeah, <laughs> keeping the airflow and the sunshine. Still yeah, going. yeah, you got to do what you got to do. But that <laughs> that is the best recommendation I could do for any collector. Um, if you're just starting out, of course, whatever shelves work. But when you start, yeah. when you get to where when you're, you start getting a lot, uh, definitely look into that because you you'll appreciate <laughs> things more when you can, you know. And we we went crazy. We did uh we did rolling bookshelves with ours too. We ran out of room, so we decided to do rolling bookshelves. We, we built bookshelves, put you know, put them on wheels with six wheels, and we used uh, L, uh, like the L, not L hooks. That was a that was a slap hooks, like uh, on top with uh, with little holes. So when you slide the the shelf into position, you could hook it on top so that it doesn't fall oh, over. Okay. 
So it's I actually it's like embraced onto the the shelf, which is the the previous shelf, the, the shelf in back, which is on the wall right. and anchored. So you can move it around as you want to and anchor it to the wall and get to whatever games you want. That sounds <laughs> awesome. That sounds so awesome. So it's, it, <laughs> I, need to, I need to see that visually, it, man. That sounds it, so it awesome. Is, it is crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, these are the things that I think all collectors that I think makes everyone's collection unique. And not not only the games you have, because everyone has their own games, their own style. Um, some people display games, you know, have to be cartridge CIB. My cartridges are loose because if I pull them out, I don't, I don't have the room for the boxes. I don't yeah, want them the, damaged. The <laughs> um, you know, some people use universal cases. Some people stack them. Some people put them alphabetical. Some people put them by publisher. Um, everyone's different, and I think that's so great. And everyone stores their games differently, and I also think that's so great. That's awesome. This is like I'm. I'm so interested in this. Like I obviously have like these questions, but that's just that's such such a cool thing. I have a buddy of mine um, who's been on the show dozens of times. Like when we do some other things, but Wes and he has like a pretty big collection. But I think like yours is just insane. Like what if I'm thinking about how much he has? I'm assuming you have even more because we've kind of like trying to started doing digital, which is probably like a big <laughs> big sin in your household. But um. It, it it just I I can only like just visually I have this makeup in my head of how awesome. <laughs> Do you know how many at. games I'm, he has? Oh no! I mean, most of his stuff was older, like PlayStation, mm. um, like PlayStation, PlayStation Two, and like early Xbox Three Sixty. Um, you say older, and, has, and then like, you say that, and I'm thinking like older, like yeah, Atari, and guess, Television, like, so Coleco. No, 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 not that old, not that old. <laughs> but just right around in that range, and a lot of this is stuff that he's just like these are just you know games that he's had as a kid and stuff like that. So he has a pretty massive. Plus, he has like some a lot of carts as well from, um, like obviously all of the cartridges from Nintendo and stuff like awesome. that. But he doesn't have like complete libraries. It's just stuff that he has had over the times. Well, and I have like five games <laughs> physical <laughs> see i i did um I, I never traded in a game with the exception of one i should say one game which was jerry mcgrath supercross on the gamecube because i bought it new and it was i was really big into extreme sports at the time tony hawk and stuff like that oh of course. and and yeah, it was terrible and eb games had a policy where if you traded in really quickly you could exchange it for another brand new game so i did that but i wound up buying that game down the road for like two bucks just getting it just back. <laughs> just because it was the only game that i previously did own that was no longer in my collection because i kept everything and and that's uh, even more like that's <laughs> that's the tough part there is never trading never traded games. in the thing um yeah. i i tried the digital thing um you know i i did embrace when the 360 came out i mm-hmm. decided at that point that i was going to go for a full xbox live arcade set so i did for the first, let's see, 2005 until 2011, I got every game that was released for Xbox Live. And what happened was I ran out of hard drive space on the Elite system, which was my third system. I had two red rings. And then I bought the Slim, not because I needed a new 360, but because the three, it had a 320 hard drive, which was bigger than the, yeah. the other one could have. And I filled that up. And I called Microsoft and said, <laughs> Sony's got a 500 gig. Can I get a 500 gig for this thing? And they said, we're not making a 500 gig. I said, well, then I'm done collecting because now I can't get the full set. <laughs> You're like, this is it. Yeah, and why I even continue? Done. I, I, I quit cold turkey. 
Um, so my 360 has every game that includes like Scott Pilgrim, that includes games like Yaris, which was a, which is a promotional game from Toyota. That yeah. includes like the Doritos games that were free, like the Running Gun, like <laughs> like all those yeah. quirky games that are no longer there. TMNT reshelled, the Simpsons Gauntlet, like all those ones that are no uh, longer there. I, I to have them on there, but I don't count yeah. any of them as my collection because they're digital. Um, and that pissed me <laughs> off. That was Strike One, and then Strike Two was with the Wii. I got a bunch of Virtual Console stuff and uh, WiiWare, uh, specifically like Final Fantasy yeah. IV: The After Years and the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Uh, like my life as a king and my life as a dark lord, which were exclusive. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a Final Fantasy it. fan. I have to get these. And then um, my Wii, which was launched, died. So I'm like, great, it's dead. So when the Wii U came out, I wanted to just take that stuff and put it on the Wii U. So I called Nintendo. I said, it's not letting me do this. And they said, oh, we need to send it in for repair. It's going to be $80. I said, 80 bucks. <laughs> transfer? I said, no, no, no. Just take out my Wii because oh, my Wii was broken. Just to get the stuff okay. off of my Wii to the Wii U because you couldn't transfer it through an account. I was I was like, <laughs> are you serious? You're holding the games that I paid money for hostage. I, yeah. I, you look up my serial number. This is a launch Wii. So they looked it up and said, oh, wow, that is a launch Wii. I said, yeah, I had the system at launch. And this is how you're treating me? It says, we'll give you a discount of $40. So I had to <laughs> send it in, pay $40 to have my Wii repaired, just so that I could yeah. take the games that I already purchased and transfer them to the Wii U. And at that point, I said, I am done with digital completely. I want to own my <laughs> games. I don't want them held hostage. I don't blame you after yeah, that. I, I wanna get a full, if I want to get a full set, I want to get a full set. I don't want to have... Have limitations and be told right. no um and and it was it was a pain in the butt too because with the 360 one of the things i really hated is when you transferred to a new system you had to re-download all the oh. licenses yeah and when you have like five <laughs> games that's no big deal but when you have like 360 games digitally and you can't click <laughs> there, right there was ever. no click do all and I, I said, why is there not a click all? Like, you go to your email, you can click all. Why can't I click all mark on these? Mark all is red, right? Yeah, mark all. <laughs> mark all, click okay. Uh, I'm not doing 300 and stuff. Like, do you not value my time? Like, clearly you don't value That's my crazy. time. So these are the little <laughs> things that steered me away from digital. And I, I've sworn it off. I've only bought one game digital since, uh, which has been Cadence of Hyrule. Um, which is now okay. coming physically, but now, yeah, now you so got I'm physical. getting it physical as well because I, I, I'm a Zelda <laughs> nut. But every other game I have digitally has either been uh, given to me by a developer as a code mm -hmm. to review. Um, in which case, then then I don't spend my money, or I'll spend like points um, just on like cheapo games because the points expire yeah. and we we have fun with them. But yeah, oh yeah, that's that, true. that's all the... that's all I'll do. So, so when so many people like, oh, you know, I went all digital with the Switch. I went all digital with the PS4. You know, I went digital with the Xbox One. That's cool. I'm, I'm not against yeah. anybody doing that. I'm against not having the choice. If a game is digital only, I don't like that. I, yeah, that that is kind of the weird thing you have with, like, the Switch. But I'm, obviously, it's because the... I'm assuming the cost that it occurs with making a cart. It's not that bad. People are just cheap. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's all about that profit margin. If they can make an extra yeah. dollar per sale. They're gonna make an extra dollar per sale. Uh, of course. You know. Even though we love video games, we still know it's a business at the end. Of well, the day. I mean, on the, speaking of the Switch, I mean, two K, two K just screwed over a lot of people with the physical versions of like Borderlands and Bioshock mm -hmm. and XCOM, where they only put a little bit of the game on the card because they went yeah, with the smallest one. Down. 
Um, That's crazy to me. Crap, That's crazy. Crapcom is notorious for doing it. They did the Resident Evil Origins, where you only get zero on the card and one is a download. <laughs> and you do the, the triple pack, the Resident Evil triple pack, you get four on a card and five and six are downloads. Um, they did the Mega Man collections, um, or like that too, and I hate that. Yeah, the X Mega Man X. X and the and the Legacy Collection too. Although then they That's go in crazy. Japan and they release a physical Legacy Collection two and X Legacy Collection two, so you can import those. They play in English, so that's what I had to yeah. do. Um, then you get Square. <laughs> they did like Final Fantasy X, X two uh, combo, but X two is download. But if you import from Asia. There was a small print. Bandai Namco did it in Asia that has ten and ten two on the same card <laughs> in English. So they're choosing territories that they would like to. <laughs> yeah, well, and then Nintendo with the Bayonetta, you know, where Bayonetta yeah. two oh, was yeah, physical Bayonetta. and one What's... wasn't. But if you bought the nonstop Climax edition in Japan, you got one physically yeah. as well in English. So it's right. it's like, oh my god, you're killing me. Uh, <laughs> it's stressful for you uh, it is because you know if you want to go for a full set like and, and yeah that's half the fun it but it it's hard. also half the frustration um oh then, yeah trust me i i know that from that side of the collector sometimes it's just like you you think like why am i doing this but it's also like so good once you actually get everything oh yeah you know that you're looking for. Well, then there's also the <laughs> issue of DLC. You know, there are certain. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, I didn't think about that. Nowadays, you have the Game of the Year editions. Like, you know, you got the Spider-Man Game of the Year yeah, edition. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah and you true. open it up, and it's the same disc that was in Spider-Man Just with the download, download code. <laughs> and it's like, I hate that because yeah. 360 PS3 generation, you got a new disc with everything on the disc. And yeah. there are some cases. Uh, the main one I think of is Marvel Ultimate Alliance where there were DLC characters to that game that they lost the rights to. So yeah. oh, that's so true. they so took they them away. Them out, yeah. But they released the game on 360 as a, like a gold edition and then as a special mm. edition, and both of those editions have the DLC on the discs. So that's the only way to play <laughs> that game with those characters. The full game, the, the only way to play it. Um, so I like that's preserving. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, I, that's what I'm saying from like... Uh, a pre- preserving like perspective i guess is all i'll say that's that's needed so i know like you know when all the internet goes down and i want to play some video games i know <laughs> to hit up. i'm like yo barry i need to borrow some uh, you, the, the truth is is there's gonna come a time when these servers go down there's gonna come a oh, time yeah. when the the you won't be able to re-download the games and you won't be able to patch especially games. like switch yeah you're like pop it in i'm good yep well there's a new one now uh dead cells I don't know if you heard about what they're doing with Dead Cells. No, what's that? You what? never played Dead Cells? You heard? Have you heard of Dead no, Cells? No, I, I, yeah, I have Dead Cells, but I, I didn't buy it on any console. I bought it on my iPad. Okay, so it's a, <laughs> so a weird thing. They released Dead Cells on PS4 and piece and mm-hmm. Switch, and then they added uh, two pieces of DLC. So they re-released uh-huh. the game as the Action Game of the Year edition, which is the same card, the same disc with a DLC code annoying so now they're releasing a prisoner's <laughs> edition which is like 120 dollars it comes with the statue it comes with all this other stuff and it's the action game of the year edition in there and people are pissed like if we're if we're gonna buy this game for a third time can we get it all together <laughs> yeah, get everything you know? together. and they finally said okay we will print everything on the disc and on the card including the dlc but only they're not going to release it separately only in the prisoner's edition so if you want the complete game own <laughs> physically you have to buy this prisoner's edition now and it's like I, wow. I'm happy they're at least doing it, but I'm yeah. mad because I had to spend 120 hours to get the complete game now. See, I could see it becoming more and more difficult for you now because of like the 
the rise of digital. And like you said, most of these like publishers are like, I, I'm going to save as much money as I possibly can. And they're, those stunts are going to probably start to be more of a commonplace, which is a shame because you should be able to have the choice of which way you want to purchase the game or not. Yeah, there was one thing um, with I Am 8-Bit with Hollow Knight where they released Hollow Knight. Oh, I remember this. And, yeah. and it had like all four DLC, but it really only had three, and the fourth one was downloaded when you put the card in. And people complained, yeah. and they said, all right, we will reprint it with everything on the card. You can send your card back. See, that's dope. Um, that's dope. So it's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad they fixed it, <laughs> but it's, it's still like, oh, my God. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, I I apologize because I was, you know, asking you more questions, but <laughs> I feel like that was just so interesting of an aspect of like collecting that like any of these questions I was going <laughs> to ask anyways, we're not going to compare to how like inter- entertaining that is just, because that's just a, I don't, I don't want to say like you're an anomaly, but like the way the world is like everything's going digital. It's really kind of cool to have like someone like you on the show specifically of like, this is like buying everything physical. That's so cool of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe in video game preservation. I believe in right. in making sure you know if you buy a game, I, I want to. If I buy anything, it's, it's not just a game. Anything, I want to make sure it's mine. Yeah. You know, I don't want to own a license to it. You know, even music. That license could disappear anytime. Anytime, right? even music. People, oh, I just do iTunes. I buy CDs still. And like, why do you buy CDs? I'm like, because I could take the CD, I could put it in my computer, I could rip the music, put it, all put it on my iPad <laughs> or no, my iPhone yeah. or, or my iPod. Doesn't matter. And now I have the physical CD that I'll just store away. Something happens to my computer, I just re-rip it again. <laughs> Is yeah. it take a little bit more time? Sure, but at least I own it. Yeah, and you know what? That, that is if you wanted that though. CD too, I could say here you can borrow it and rip the music and bring it back to me. I could let a hundred people enjoy that CD now. <laughs> don't let the don't get the FBI on uh, you. Man. Don't get no. I buy so <laughs> few CDs, but that's another thing. Even with games, you know, you buy the digital game and it's great. And oh, I will, you want your friend to play? It's like oh well, yeah. now you can't. Here, I guess, here try this out. Well, like my wife has yeah. a Switch and I have a Switch, and, you know, and we each have That's PS4s too. Perfect. And it's like, yeah. oh, if it's digital, then we have to play in one. No, here you can play, you know. And, and very yeah. rarely do we get the same game. Like Animal Crossing, we had to because we each have our own of island. Course. But otherwise, Absolutely. it's just like, oh, yeah, you want to play here? Anyone can play. And it, I love that. <laughs> I love that freedom. I mean, Sony made a right. big deal out of it when the PS4 launched. Here's how to share your games. So, by golly, <laughs> I want to have that freedom to do it. Right. <laughs> Forever, right? <laughs> so, um, well, I still do want to ask because this is I, – I, I really enjoy this question. I enjoy like, hearing the answer for it. So, <clears throat> this one um, is just a hard transition to this, right? So, if you could erase, like, your memory, just it's gone, right, for a specific game – you won't wake up and be like, who am I? What's my name? But just for this specific game and get to play it again for the first time, like what game would that oh, be? Oh, boy, you're jumping ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got, hold on. I, got, I wrote every all my answers down on my hand. I got Which finger did I have this one on? Um, <laughs> this is a tough one. And uh, and the reality is is that there's not one. <laughs> there's not just one. Of course. Of course. Um, there's several. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> The Xenoblade series, um, I'd love to play them again for the, the fresh for the first time. Um, probably a good chunk of the Final Fantasy series, especially six, uh, to be able to play that again fresh for the first time. Uh, probably most of the Zelda series, especially 2D Zelda, um, Ooh, just because yeah. like I, I love like a Link to the Past and Link's Awakening, <clears throat> but I know everything. 
and right. just, that's what I was just thinking, just to have like... that adventure, like because it's just <laughs> just the exploration, and you know, sit there and go, oh wow, today I found one piece of heart and one book, <laughs> and hey, you know what, I made progress, and that was cool, that was right. an achievement, um, before achievements were a thing, right? Uh, um, prob- Personal achievement, probably Mario sixty four, <laughs> um, that that game was just so monumental when it came right, out, that camera moment, yeah, of like moving it oh man well just yeah. the expression of finding the stars and just yeah. you know not knowing where they all are just that again i love when when doing exploration to story just to have that experience again and and i'd probably say the mass effect trilogy um probably oh. them yeah there's that's easy for me i have not played the mass oh, effect trilogy. great games Great games. The ending <laughs> to three isn't that great, but but great games overall. I, I I was a part of the well, not a part of the internet, but I I do remember the whole hullabaloo about changing the end. They they, <laughs> they changed it a Which, slightly better. It's still not great. Yeah, <laughs> not in my opinion, at least. As a storyteller, when you build up a, an ending for, for over three games, you got to stick the landing, and the, yeah. they just they didn't stick that landing, in my opinion. <laughs> It happens, like when it, a series oh, yeah. is so large or something like that. Yeah, and it's it's still a great game, and, and everything else up until that point is still great, and definitely worth recommended playing that game, that, <laughs> that, that series really. And I, I throw in Andromeda there too. It's not as good, but it's still good. That's one I, I think I will. I think I might start with Andromeda if that's not awful. Andro- it's a really it's a very have... different style game. Uh, Andromeda is yeah. like an open world Mass Effect game, and the the other three are more structured. Um, yeah. Like you, you go on. Here's what you do. You gotta go on this mission. You know, the first one, especially, you do go on planets where you have your Mako. But it's pretty much A to B. You're, you're even when you're out in the vehicle, you're going A to B. And and two and three, you're going to a planet. You go to A to B on that planet. And Andromeda, it's like you go to the planet and you have a hundred objectives on this planet. And it's open world and you can drive around and do it, do it at your own pace. So yeah. it's a change of pace. And I love me some open world. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> like I enjoy it. It's not as good as, but it's not a bad game, and and it's yeah. the imagination. So as long as I commit to doing the other ones, that's okay. <laughs> there's there's little tie-ins to the other ones because it kind of it takes place in the yeah, future, like but after. but there is references to the other ones. So like if you play it first, you won't have any you, like they'll just go over your head like whatever. Or you'll hear a recording yeah. from a character and you'll be like, oh, it's just another recording like any of the others where the rest of us are like, oh my <laughs> god, it's so and so. You know, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, it's just just like anything. It's just like you, you watch yeah, you know you Star Wars uh, you know in a certain order. You watch like oh I was watch the the seven you know I'm gonna start with Force Awakens and Han Solo and Chewie show up and it's like why is everyone going crazy? Oh. Who are they? Yeah, who are these guys? <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> Well, um, yeah. Again, I I, I feel bad because you like I was like, hey, answer all these like prep for these questions, and then I just started asking you more and more about you collecting. That's fine. But <laughs> I don't want to make this a a four hour like. Oh, I mean, we're skipping the other I questions. I know you want to have. I, I'm game to answer yeah. the other ones. Let's go for it. All right, well, uh, let's <laughs> grab another one out of here. Let's grab another one. Because yeah. I, I won't make, just so I don't make it, like, super, super, super long. But um, because I think you may might actually have a good question or a good answer because we're kind of, like, talking about this organically. But what game do you wish everyone would play? Like, there's something that you just, everyone has to get. Because I feel like you're kind of organically mentioning certain <sighs> things for me. Um, I think it depends on the genre. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean... If if you like RPGs, uh, hands down, if you haven't played the Xenoblade series, I think you need to. I think it's the most underrated series of the past generation. 
Uh, just oh, fantastic. Xenoblade Chronicles 1 was my game of the generation. I loved it oh, better wow. than anything on the 360, the PS3, or the Wii. Anything. Or, or the, the the DS or the uh, the PSP as well. It was just that good of a game, and it's even better now on the Switch. Um, wow. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as well, phenomenal. And if you, Xenoblade Chronicles X is also good. Like That, that whole series is just <clears throat> awesome. Um... In terms of the other, I guess the other RPGs I would recommend Final Fantasy VI for sure if you like old school. On there. And yeah. uh, and they, it's on the the Switch as well, re-released and it's getting physical. Is the Grandia HD collection? Uh, I feel a lot of people have forgotten about Grandia, and they are great, great RPGs, a fantastic series, and huh. one and two were the best. So, uh, in terms of other games, uh, you know. Like platformers, I could easily say like, oh, you know, the Mario games. Everyone's played them. Yeah, but I think. But you have like a lot <clears> of, like, like you said, you're getting like just kind of like almost buying everything on the. Yeah, well, you are buying there's, like the there's full some set games. of the Switch. So there's got to be a gem out there that you're like. Um, my gem, I would say, where gems come into the visual novel category because I think a lot of people mm. overlook visual novels, and there are different styles of visual novels. There's ones where it's literally yeah. just reading a story, making a choice here or there, and then there's ones with interactive elements, and those are my favorite. And the ones I recommend wholeheartedly are the Zero Escape series. I think is brilliant. Um, that's nine nine nine, Virtue's Last Reward, and Zero Time Dilemma. It's on the DS, the 3DS, the Vita, and the PS4, and I think Steam. Oh. Um, phenomenal, oh, okay. phenomenal yeah. series. Um, a gem that I discovered, one of those, like, oh, I need a palate cleanser games, um, is Will, A Wonderful World. Um, totally blew me away, because it is a complete story-based game, but what's interesting is you, you read two letters from people it's it's pretty much you're playing god and people are praying to god and you're reading their their prayers and they're, they're telling you an event and the events always ends terribly like it, that's why they're praying to god you know huh. people don't pray to god for good things yeah, so, I guess this, right, so right, right, you right. can take <clears throat> the parts of one story and mix them into the other story and swap things around and play around and see how the outcomes go and you want to try to get the best outcomes and sometimes it creates the craziest situations uh for example like there's one one story where a cop is fighting with a, a bad guy and the bad guy pulls mm-hmm. out a gun and boom shoots the cop the guy cop is is dying uh and another letter you're getting from a cat because animals also pray to god or, or this this version of god so this cat <laughs> this, is yeah. this cat is over there and he's he's getting bullied by this rival gang of cats and their big thing <laughs> is that they they have a fish and the cat with the fish is like the leader so the cat takes the fish and he smacks you know the cat that's praying and and this you know humiliates them and everyone's laughing so you can actually take those things and swap them so now suddenly the cop is uh, fighting the robber and you know and the robber goes to pull out his gun instead now he's got a fish so he's like well, how'd this fish get here and he's flabbergasted so now the cop's able to take advantage and you know knock him out and the cat the cat meanwhile goes to grab the fish and instead there's a gun and he pulls the trigger and it shoots and all the cats scatter and like oh my god they're all panicking and you know it's crazy That's cool. but it's awesome That's cool. <laughs> and it's 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 beautiful music and it's all you know it's all reading the whole game is reading but it, it's just scenarios like that that i think you know the 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 average gamer is probably not going to care about, but if you like the artsy kind of stuff, that that really you know personal stuff, yeah, that I think it's cool. it's a great that great gem. Really cool. 
it's like a puzzle game mixed into that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's too. like a puzzle like visual cool. novel. And uh, really cool. I would say another one, which is I believe done by the Zero Escape team, which Dankenraba is an is another series. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, that's like my only experience with like okay the visual. Well, novel. this is the same Just team. Oh, Zero, oh, Zero oh, Escape okay. and Dankenraba are the same team, and so is um this other one, which is AI: The Somnium Chronicles. Um, that game is fantastic. That that's another oh. visual novel, but it's it's got this really cool aspect where you go into people's minds and you're literally timed in the mind, and you have to like try to trigger lost memories to figure out crimes and stuff that like that. Really cool. And it, it's one of those games where, <laughs> where I've really cool. I've got a southern uh, you know trucker father-in-law, like he's very much mm-hmm. you know not into video games. You know he's he's very much like oh those are weird kind of things. And you know I played that with him over, and he sat and he watched me, and he was engrossed with it, and he was like oh my god, like this is better than. <laughs> you know watching nascar or golf channel or anything like i'm just enjoying watching the story unfold and like that's what i love about visual novels is it's not just one person everyone can really get involved with so i I wholeheartedly recommend those games and i think more people should experience them a good couch co-op in a sense yeah like you know what i mean because you can have like it's more entertaining for everyone in the room kind of game versus just Who's holding the controller? Yeah, I mean, not everybody can make the same decisions. And some people say, oh, well, I would have yeah, said yeah. this or done this. But a lot of these games, they have flowcharts. So, oh, well, I went right here. So let's see how right pans out. But I could always go back to that choice. Just jumping instantly back, back to it. Now go left. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, now I do want to ask another one, actually. Because just to flip this around, since I did ask that question, I'm going to flip it around and get this one here. What's a game that you missed out on that you would, or not that you would consider, but that you would imagine, or that we, the majority of people, would say is a must play? Uh, well, right now, I'm sure a lot of people will say Last of Us 2. Um, I oh, did play okay. Last Makes of Us. Sense. I have not played 2. I do not own 2. I'm waiting again until it comes down. Um, I've mm-hmm. heard mixed things. I haven't been spoiled, but it's... I only played the first one because... Um, People like, oh, play it, play it. And I thought it was good. Uh, you know, some mm-hmm. people be like, oh, my God, I'm not a big horror fan. Uh, yeah. You know, the story aspect of Last of Us was fantastic. I could have done without going through the school, sneaking around due to the clickers or whatever <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, and I could have done without yeah. being like in like the underwater plant where you turn the light oh, on gosh. and all of a sudden you turn around and there's one like right there in front of you. And like, <laughs> I hate jump scares. So like there's a reason I still remember these points. It's like not for the good reason. Um, right. So it, it's it's one of those where I, I eventually will get to it. Um, yeah, that's, I know it doesn't require convincing, but, um, just from the playthrough, like it's obviously still pretty fresh for me. It doesn't, it feels a little less hoary more. Well, here you go. It's like that jump from like, maybe like resident evil one to like resident evil. Wait, was it five or no four four was the more like arcadey. Yeah. That's where, that's what it feels like. So like last of us part one was definitely more of like resident evil one. And then you have this jump to five. It's it's still some jump scares, but it feels more. That that's another one like gameplay. Resident Evil Four. Um, one of my friends is like, oh, yeah. "You got to play it." And I've I've started it. And oh, I get to well, the, that was a bad example. I, I get I get right to that first village, and like the guy with the yeah. chainsaw keeps taking it off my head, and I'm like, All right, "I'm just not having fun with this." I've tried it on the the GameCube. I tried on the PS2. I tried on the Wii. Uh, none of them were working for me. I'm like, "Okay, I'm just, just not having fun with this." Which is okay. Uh, it's okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I I did, and I did do one. I did the remake. Um, took yeah. a lot to get me through that game, but. Uh, another one that I know one of my friends is 
always bugs me about playing is Portal 2. Uh, I love the first oh, Portal, yeah. but I'm just not big into first-person anything. You know, oh, just, that makes sense. So yeah. it's like, I want to play Portal 2, I understand it, but I just... No time, and then just... It's it's a great game. I've heard excellent things, and I, I love yeah. you know I love the world of Portal. I play Bridge Constructor Portal if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it kind of counts. Yeah, I'll, I'll count that. That's something that I would like to play again. Portal. I haven't played those in forever. Yeah, there's there's so many, and everyone has their must plays. Um, and again, it's just not every genre is for everybody. Like someone listening will be like, oh, that, you know, that example of will doesn't sound fun to me. Like, that's fine. That's cool. You know, everybody is different. Everybody has their own tastes. Um, yeah, that's why I like stacking those questions together. So I can't ask one without the other, because (laughs) for one, it's your perspective of a game that's a must play. And then like, what did you miss from, you know, the other side of it? You know. Yeah, that, that's, there's no way to play everything, and there's always going to be great um, titles that go under the radar, or even if they're on your radar, you just don't have the time um, to either yeah. play them at all, like even if they're short games, or to commit uh, the time needed. Like I'm sure there are people who be like, oh, I would love to play Xenoblade, or I'd love to play Persona, um, but I don't have that amount of time to sit through even on casual difficulty, and that's that's life, you know? The best is. thing I could do is watch, you know, a YouTube summary and, and call it a day. That's what Switch is for, right there. <laughs> you know, and I've done it. I've done it with with games. I've like, I can't. Yeah. I can't have the time. Yeah, I did it with several of the Kingdom Hearts games because it just got crazy. I'm like, okay, I'll just let me watch a summary. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I'm still confused. Right. I was like, do we? Do you ever really understand what's going on? No. No. <laughs> no. It's just. Oh. Well, I, I do want to, I do want to get you here on a more serious note. I always say serious note, like I'm. Tell me your hardship story as to why you play video games. But most of the time, it's all lighthearted <coughs> and very fun. So, like, we do have like a great idea of like a gamer. You're like the, um, like, I guess every it's just because of the physical media. You're like the guy who's still. Like holding on to the greatness of like the past mm-hmm. of video gaming, and like almost to the point, like physically, you do have the past of great video gaming, like in your possession, which is really dope. Um, so like I, I'm so interested in that. I, I could ask you more <coughs> questions, but this, we're gonna need like a why are you a gamer part two? Why are you a collector? That's gonna be my my next series. Have uh, <laughs> you back on? But um, I do want to ask though, like we get to like kind of like closing the cap the grand finale of the show i'm gonna ask you your question why are you a gamer why am i a gamer um well gaming has been in my life since birth literally the moment my mother went into labor with me my father was showing my uncle a baseball game he programmed on the atari 800 and and kept telling my mother to hold on he had more to show (laughs) meanwhile my mother was like uh my water broke i'm in labor so so from the beginning gaming has been literally in my life uh growing up with an atari and a commodore was wonderful uh, an Amiga and stuff like that. And I didn't even get a Nintendo until I was in sixth grade. Um, and I, I think it was because my mother didn't want, like, she's like, oh, you don't need a Nintendo. You have an Atari, you have a Commodore. Um, 
but I'll tell you what, if you get good grades, you can get a Nintendo, and you get on the, the principal's yeah. list. Um, well, I did have good grades, but in elementary school, um, they also had behavior was needed as well. And while I wasn't oh, a bad no. kid, I'm, I loved to talk. So I was yeah. always a very talkative <laughs> kid, so I was always disrupting. So I, I, it took me to sixth grade, so I was out of elementary school, to finally get a Nintendo. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's one of those human things where it's like when you're told you can't have something, it just makes you want it more. Like, Absolutely. So once yeah. I was able to start branching off on my, on my own as I got older, you know, it just it was like you denied me for so many years. Now I want to, you know, embrace it, it. And yeah, I want, I want to get the things I missed and the things I loved. And, and that's not to say I didn't grow up with it. My friends had Nintendo and I had a, one, I had one friend that had turbo graphics, you know, I used to play the express and I you know, definitely friends with the Genesis. So I still played all that stuff. Um, you know, I had a game boy, so at least I had that, mm. but you know, it was one of those things where it just surrounded my life from the beginning. Right. So going through school, like like people will remember, like oh, you know, the the '90s or the the '80s or the the, the 2000s. This is what was going on, and I I equate everything to console generations. It's like oh, this mm. happened during the NES time, and this happened during the SNES you know time, and oh, this was after the 64 came out and the PlayStation was out, and like that's how I relate all my memories. It's it's weird. It always goes to the consoles. And right. and in the early 2000s, truth be told, I was engaged, and unfortunately, I was engaged to a woman who uh, didn't really like video games, um, which is a no-no to any gamer. So if you're with a girl that doesn't <laughs> like video games, get out. Um, and she broke my heart, and I went through a depression, <clears throat> like many oh, people. No. And it's one of those things where I lost myself, and I did I did get you know find myself in games, and I, I actually played uh, at the time Final Fantasy XI which is an MMO, and like mm-hmm. many people, I just lost myself in it. I played for hours on hours. I played all day. I would stay up till like 3 o'clock in the morning and wake up at, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon and just continue to play, and, <laughs> and you know, I worked when I could, but, you know, it, it was a depression, and it was one of those terrible things, but it, it also saved me from my depression because I actually met my wife through the game and helped pull me out of it. Oh, wow. So gaming is responsible for you know so much in my life and to this day um it's now my passion not only just playing the newest hottest games like everybody else but just talking about it you know doing doing stuff in nintendo fuse and doing stuff in the playcast and interviewing uh, developers and sitting and talking to them and going to conventions when we can have conventions again and and (laughs) just just in the collecting field and i've met so many great friends um just through collecting and it's just all assets of the industry have just taken over and it's just it's just virtually my life i mean it's not to say that's all i have of course i've got tons of other things but that's my passion and you know some people will will follow their favorite sports team and some people will follow their favorite tv shows or their favorite movies and stuff i follow the game developers and i follow you know what they do and try to help out when i can and you know, even the fans of the game developers. Yeah, I've met like so many great composers that have done like tribute albums, and I do interviews with them, and I try to promote <laughs> them because that they're showing their passion in their own way, and and I yeah. love that. There's so many ways to show your passion for this industry. There's no right or wrong answer. You can be as as into it as you want to be, or you can just dabble with it periodically. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's just a loving 
uh, industry. It's just a loving hobby. And, and it's really, to me, it shows the pinnacle of, of humans working together in, for the greater good. Uh, and, and I think we all need more joy. And gaming has brought right. me joy. And gaming has brought millions of people joy. And as far as I'm concerned, I hope it continues um, well past our lifetimes bringing more people joy. Wow, that's a really good way to put it. Like the example of like humans help working together. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the story though about the <laughs> your dad. Like, hold on now, yeah. I gotta show show him this kid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and and that's how it was. But, that that was yeah. It was it was a wild west. I mean. You, yeah. you think now, like, anybody can technically program a game, and it's true, anybody can work on a game, especially, like, with the cell phones, there's a lot of small teams out there. Um, but back then, you bought an you know, Atari, or, or you got a basic cartridge, you could buy a basic cartridge, and sit there and plug it in and yeah, program right there. Yeah. It would be the equivalent of buying a Switch cartridge that you pop in, and boom, now you could program a Switch game. <laughs> like they, they call them dev kits <laughs> right. now, but these were for everybody, right. and they didn't cost, right. they cost a lot of money. You know, you just you were able to get them, and that's why you look at Atari, there's a, so much homebrew, and you know, now the NES so and many. homebrew and stuff later on, but yeah. Atari actually had homebrew during its heyday, which was really, really unique, because usually homebrew scene doesn't happen until so after. Long after. Yeah, that's funny. But I, it it almost sounds cliche at this point every time I do an episode, but it really seems that gaming is one of those things that you just, it, it's hard to explain, which, I mean, you did actually in a really good way of, like, why you're a gamer, because gaming is just a part of mm-hmm. you, and it would just be asking you, like, why are you a person, you know, <laughs> at this point? But it, it's just, it's really cool to see, like, how you got into it and, you know, of course, why you're into it now, and even meeting like your wife, like through it, yep. that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and so this <laughs> it's always a, f- a favorite okay. game of mine now because of that. Like, like people say, "What's yeah, your favorite Final Fantasy?" Be... It's like, well, story wise, six, but I have to say, eleven out of obligation. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my follow up question to always like, "Why are you a gamer?" Is do you ever see yourself not playing video games? And you just said you would like to see this medium last far beyond our, our lives. So I'm assuming that you're going to try and play as long as you possibly I am can. going to try and play forever. I mean, when having kids, things will slow down, of oh, course. Yeah. Um, I'm aware of that. Um, thankfully, I have a, a very loving and appreciative and understanding wife who, who will go above and beyond... Um, when needed to take care of the, the kids when we have them, I'm sure to uh, let me play a little more. Uh, I yeah. know this because there were, there were, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, my, my mother and my grandmother were both diagnosed with stage four cancer and we had to take care of oh, them. Wow. Me specifically, um, pretty much 24 seven. It was a full-time job taking care of both of them. And I, I yeah, remember when the switch came out, you know, that weekend, like my wife literally just said, I don't want you caring about them this weekend. Like you sit and you play the switch all weekend. You play Breath of the Wild. You enjoy it. You, you deserved it. Like just do that. That's awesome. So like that's, I'm blessed to have a wife like that. So I know that gaming is always going to be there. And, and my biggest thing is I love to experience games vicariously. Like you asked what game would I like to, to, um, to do again fresh without the memory of 
Um, yeah. Like recently with Xenoblade um, on the Playcast, we, you know, my two other hosts hadn't played Xenoblade, so we did Xenoblade as a game, and I got to watch them both experience the story and the adventure, so and yeah. oh my god, this is amazing! And like, like I live relived it again vicariously through them. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm so happy yeah. you're enjoying this because it, it's something. so. So like when we have kids, like I'm just so forward, looking forward to that, like letting them play yeah, like Super Mario true. Brothers, and I know I'm gonna get frustrating when they die in that first Goomba over and over again, but it's like, no, you. <laughs> Gotta you jump. Gotta hold, <laughs> you gotta hold B and jump. You gotta hold B and jump. <laughs> and, and and I know there's gonna be that little frustration, but to see them get it and to see that that light bulb yeah. click in their head, like oh, I know this. I understand. Like I'm looking forward to that so much because that that's yeah. like the proud father moment right there, um, hands <laughs> down. And I I plan to start them with the basics. I plan to not not just jump right in. You know, maybe like oh I'm playing the new Paw Patrol. Screw that. You're playing Mario. You're playing Zelda. You know, yeah, start from the base. starting. Got to build that. Building up. it up. You know, <laughs> playing Pac-Man, playing Millipede, playing Centipede, playing. You know, like all all the classics. That's what I'm going to start them on because that's how I started. And uh, that's that, awesome. no filler. I'm just going to give them the, the the good stuff. But I look forward right. to to just watching them get the joy of discovering and of course knowing my luck my kids are going to absolutely hate video gaming and they're going to wonder why their father wasted time and money building shelves and, and, and having games the... surrounding themselves and they're going to count the day when i die they're going to be cursing me they're going to be like what are like, we I doing with all these, these. <laughs> let's get rid of garage them. sale everything for a dollar i'll be like i'll be like in heaven like no, no. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what is this garbage no <laughs> oh man this is this has been a really great 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 conversation <laughs> i a thousand times appreciate you um coming on and I, I was slightly joking but if i ever did expand to why are you a collector i feel like you'd be like my first my first hey, guest i would be honored <laughs> absolutely honored you know kimmy thank you for having me this is this is wonderful right. <laughs> well, until that time, um, I'll have you go ahead and, I mean, we've mentioned what you have going on a few different times, but just kind of give you go one more pitch there of what you're doing um, podcast-wise and whatnot in time to just yeah. tell people to come see you. Uh, sure. So if you want to see more of me, uh, you can go to NintendoFuse.com and uh, on YouTube, NintendoFuse, where we have a bi-weekly podcast. And our podcast, um, we don't do recorded like this is previously recorded. We actually do them live. Uh, and not only oh. do we do them live, we do them live on video. So you can catch us every other Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern um, Standard Time. So the next one is on August 4th. Um, and you can watch us right on YouTube. You can hear us live. You can talk in the chat, and we will respond to you live. Um, it's a great uh, community. People come in, people talk, and join us live. It's fantastic. But if you can't catch us live, you can absolutely catch the recording on YouTube if you want to see us. And you can catch the, the audio on all the you know podcast services. Um, the Switch Mania Playcast you can hear on Anchor and, uh, and other podcast services as well. Um, we are currently taking a small little break. We'll be back uh, shortly. Um, other things that you might see me on, like you, you alluded to, um, I just did an industry talk with uh, a buddy of mine, Dan. Um, you can catch that at the Nintendo Fuse YouTube channel. I have another one. Actually, I'm recording tomorrow. Um, so that will be going live probably next week. And uh, if you want just to talk video games, you can find me at Twitter, at Hawk Hellfire. Uh, I am usually on. I like to share 
uh, a lot of stuff with uh, the physical collectors when uh, new games are announced or coming out. Uh, so hopefully you don't miss something and any any big news topics and just talk video games. And I will you send me a message, say, hey, any question you have, I will happily answer. You tweet to me, I will happily answer. And I'll talk the day away just talking video games if you want. Like, I love it. It's just my passion. <laughs> Well, man, I'm definitely gonna be keeping an eye out, and I do want to see that photo, even if you want to just throw it in my DMs, like, so you don't want to show everybody what you have out there. But I'm so so curious to see well, how you're shelving it. You you can looks. see a little bit of it actually if you uh, if you go to YouTube. Um, there is a video of, of my handheld display. Um, oh, okay. So you can you can see a little bit of that. Plus, you can you see the display, um, which I actually need to do an updated video on because I've I've since found new consoles that I didn't know existed. <laughs> <laughs> and this never ending. Never ends. It never ends. But <laughs> well, for for now, I would say we have a pretty good grasp on why Barry, you are a gamer. Yes. So, as I close the show each and every week, until next time, in the immortal words of Little Flip, game over. <laughs>